The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hey, folks. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> sometimes it's just that kind of <laughs> You know what? Sometimes you just get engrossed, and I'm engrossed in stories. You know, I never not do show research, show prep. Always doing the prep, always doing the prep. So, <laughs> hey, folks, this is the On Point with Victor show. I am Victor Armanderas. This is the America's Web Radio show. And uh, I promise we're going to start now, <laughs> now that uh, everyone in studio has gotten my undivided attention. <laughs> so, all right, folks, listen, I got. I, I wasn't going to start with this, but I got to start with this. Uh, this is a, and I told you so, and you know I don't like doing these, too many of these I told you shows, but my goodness, when Biden keeps handing them to me, I just have to let you guys know. And this is another I told you show moment. I told you guys back in the middle of 2020, when all too many Americans were all sitting, uh, rolling over and letting the uh, Democrats mostly, but also some establishment Republicans, by letting them take powers that they don't have. That so many of the so-called emergency powers that these politicians took in uh, 2020, up until today, some of these look what Newsom's doing in California. I mean, they're 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 still letting trying not to let go of these so-called emergency powers that so many of these politicians have. have. Look, politicians love power. They love power as much as they love taxation. They love power as much as they love spending. And if you look through history, every time the Democrats pass a a, a some kind of spending bill or every time they start a new program in Washington, uh, and uh, all too many times at the help of establishment Republicans, do do that does that program ever go away? No. No. Does that spending ever get retracted? No. Does that spending ever get reduced? No. And don't sit there if you're a Democrat out there and start screaming at your radio saying, oh, but Victor, there are spending that's reduced. No, there's not. A reduction in the increase of year-to-year spending is not a reduction in spending. Do I need to spell that out for you, for you, for you Democrat out there that are a little slow maybe today? Let me repeat that. As Biden likes to say, although I don't have a teleprompter telling me to repeat anything, uh, but let me tell you. Just read between the uh, quotes. Between the quotes. <laughs> but if a, a reduction in the increase of spending is not a reduction in spending. So there's 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 no politician out there on the Democrat side, and not many out there on the uh, on the Republican side. All too many actually that are on the establishment Republican side that. Uh, will aid in the spending ridiculousness that goes on in, in growing government. But but my point here is they're never going to let these things go. And when you give government, when you allow them to take more power, and look, not a, a, not enough of these politicians were punished in 20, uh, 2022. And instead, you you guys just rolled over and let too many Democrats keep their seats and keep their power. Well, you got, I'm sorry, not 2022, but 2020. But here we are in, in, uh, 2022 coming up in November. And this is your chance to throw these bozos out, which is why the Biden administration and the Democrats are in absolute panic mode and they're going to ram crap down our throats every day from here to November. 
and you've got to be ready to push back on it. And uh, but but the big I told you show big I told you so today is that tomorrow Joe Brandon Biden is going and I told you guys this was coming. He's going to declare a climate change or or climate emergency, global warming, climate change, whatever they're calling it today. He's going to declare a climate emergency and therefore he's going to try and keep all these emergency powers that we the people let him have and let the Democrats have in the name of a flu, a flu virus. So now COVID is going away. And I told you in 2020, when we got to the point where they couldn't keep COVID going, when we got to the point when the American people said, okay, COVID is now a flu, we can handle it, we've, we've made great uh, strides against against the virus, now we've got to get back to normal. When we reach that point, which is where we are now, the majority of the American people do not have COVID on their mind, even though the media is doing everything they can. My goodness, the media's run there or, or some group out there, probably the pharmaceuticals are running ads out there telling you, Oh, Oh, if you got a take home test, uh, make sure if you test positive that you go to your local medical wherever and get a PCR test so that you can be counted in the numbers. All they want is to be able to say the numbers are going up so they can try and hold on to these emergency powers for November. It is absolutely ridiculous, and we got to put a stop to it. And thankfully, the majority of the American people, are they're not even concerned with COVID right now. It doesn't even show up on, on any of the polling on, on what are your issues for 2022. The COVID doesn't even show up. And so this is where I predicted that the Democrats and Joe Brandon would, would, would find something else to try and hold on to these emergency powers. And here it comes. Here it comes. It's coming. If it's not tomorrow, it'll be this week. But Biden's going to declare a climate emergency. And I told you guys, I told each and every one of you who listened to me, whether you heard me here or you hear me on the Eric Erickson show, I told you all and I told you in 2021 that Biden would and the Democrats would declare a climate emergency and and they're going to start uh trying to do executive orders and emergency powers to kill the oil industry, kill the coal industry, kill the natural gas and the nuclear power. They're going to do it all. They want you and me living on solar panels. They want us living on electric power, of which they know our electric grid cannot sustain. If if even half the country went to an electric car right now, we don't have the uh, the grid to to handle that kind of drain on electricity. But they don't want to tell you that. They want to tell you and make you think that you need to live in the dark ages. Actually, they're not going to tell you that, but that's what's going to happen. Because you will have rolling blackouts. You will have to go without power for an extended period of time. Guess who won't? Guess who won't have to do that? The very politicians that are trying to force this upon you. And guess who will have their private jets with fuel, good old fossil fuel? The politicians will. The elitists will. And the Hollywoodians will. But you won't. You won't. Good luck. Good luck to be able to fly. If if the if the commercial air uh, business is able able to stay in business, I mean, you're not going to fly a seven forty. Well, there aren't seven four sevens around anymore. But you're not going to get on a triple seven or a seven one seven or a seven two seven or or seven thirty seven or an A three twenty and and all the others. You're not going to see them flying around with solar panels are all over the jet because it just it ain't going to work. So. Understand, and I've told you this so many times, you and we the people are going to bear the burdens that these ridiculous Democrats are trying to put on us with, with often too many, too much help from too many establishment Republicans. Because 
the elitist class in Washington will never have to bear these burdens. They will have their fossil fuel. They will have their SUVs. They will have their armed guards with with every assault weapon that they want and all the high-capacity mags that they want. They will have it all. And they will have their private jets. And they will have their electricity. They will have lights on. They will have AC. And they will have heat. But you won't. You will have to figure out. My goodness, in Germany, they're already forcing people to turn their heats off. And it's not even winter yet. Look, there are areas in Germany and Europe that are still kind of cold right now. And they're forcing people to turn their heat off. Because they can't handle the, the demand on the power grid. Because they've committed too much to this green energy crap. And and I it's... For lack of a better term, and I'm trying to be nice, that's green energy mess is just that. It is a mess. And I, I'm sorry to say, folks, it's it's here in the U.S., and the Democrats are trying to push this as hard as they can. And, and too often, there's too many establishment Republicans helping them. And just remember, just remember, you and me and we the people, we the peasantry, we will be the ones to bear the burden of rolling blackouts. My goodness, it's already happening in California. It's been happening there for years. Now it's happening in Texas. And and it's just going to go on and on and happening everywhere else. If if the Democrats continue to push this climate green agenda. So we've got to stand up and the way to stand up is to, and look, I got I got a message from a listener after doing, you know, I was on the Eric Erickson show twice last week filling in for him. I got messages from from listeners who are like, I'm scared, Victor, because I've got friends telling me they're not going to vote because the election is going to be stolen. Well, let me tell you something. You ever heard of a self-fulfilling self-fulfilling prophecy? Then you just go out and don't get on the playing field. Don't play the game. And of course, you're going to lose. You're going to lose before it even starts. The only way we can win is for you to get off your butt and make sure you and your family and your friends vote in November because we can't stand here and say it's going to be stolen. If we don't all go out and vote, then you're just self-fulfilling a prophecy, self-fulfilling a prophecy. We got to get out and be ready to vote. You've got to get out in November and everybody's got to vote because I'm telling you what's coming. If, if you guys don't, don't, what's, I'm not even going to, the, the snatch, the victory from the jaws of snatch, defeat from the jaws of victory, whatever that saying is, uh, man, I'm having Biden moments now, but Bidenisms, we'll call them that. But, uh, if you guys sit around and you, and you whine and say it's going to be stolen in 2022 and you don't vote, then you know what? You're useless for lack of a better term. And I hate to put it that way because all of you are my friends. Uh, all of you listeners, I consider you my friends, even you Democrats out there. And, and if you're a Democrat out there and you're tired of the mess going on, then you better get out there and vote. But all of you Republicans and independents and libertarians, all of you and conservatarians like I am, you better get out and vote in November. Now, if you all go vote and we have record voting turnout in November 2022 and then we figure we lose, then, yeah, we can have a conversation and an investigation and, and we can see what's going, what went on. But I am telling you folks with, with the, with the states like Georgia and Florida and, and Texas and some other states that have already shored up their voting laws and they're, they're really cracking down on fraud. This is why the Democrats are in panic because the, the Republicans actually did something in the last two years and they are making elections more safe. And, and you've got, I'm telling you, November, 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 just like the movie, that movie, remember November, you gotta get out and vote. If you don't play the game, you lose every time. 
So that's that's my message there. But but that's my I told you so. Biden just look for it this week. Biden will announce that there's a climate emergency. And then when 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 this doesn't go as far as he wants it to go, he'll declare a national gun emergency, which they're already been trying to do that. They're trying to use Uvalde, but Uvalde's not cooperating because and I'll get to this story later. If you look at the report that's coming out of Uvalde, everything I told you was probably going to be true is true. Lives could have been saved if the almost 400 law enforcement officers who stood outside that school while 23 kids were killed, if they had done something, they could have ended that and saved a lot of kids. And some of the kids that died, died from bleeding out because the police didn't go in and get them. So that's a story we'll get to later. But but that that's kind of a damper in the old gun agenda for the Democrats because the truth is coming out. And shame on, shame, shame on Every establishment Republican that voted for the red flag law, gun law, BS that the Democrats passed a few weeks ago. Shame on you. You passed it on flawed narrative out of Uvalde instead of waiting for the truth to come out. And in the, all of you guys knew the truth. You just didn't want to wait on it. You just wanted to play footsies with the Democrats and shame on you. And every damn one of you, sorry, every darn one of you should lose your political job in November or whenever you're up for re-election. Every one of you who voted against the Second Amendment in a rush to, quote-unquote, do something, every one of you should lose your political job in November or whenever they're up for election. So, all right, folks, look, I'm not angry. I'm just right. I am not angry. I am just right. But I'm, we're going to go ahead and take a break here. And when we get back, I'll get into what I was originally going to talk about. So, all right, folks, don't go anywhere. This is the America's Web Radio, and I am Victor with On Point with Victor. Do you love classic and special interest cars? If so, listen to our podcast every Saturday from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time here on America's Web Radio. Or find us on your favorite podcast site, iTunes, Spotify, or any of the others out there. We'll talk about classic cars. We'll talk to car guys. We'll talk to clubs that are here at our facility here in Classic Auto Mall. And we'll also talk about Classic Auto Mall and how we can help you sell your classic or special interest car. So give us a listen every Saturday morning from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Thanks. Start taking back our country from the liberal wokes by voting locally for conservative Republicans. Veteran-owned, America's Web Radio would like to thank all of our incredible patrons. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. If you are not already a patron, you can help us continue to produce some of the most informative and entertaining shows on the Internet by becoming a patron. Patrons of America's Web Radio are the first to receive information about new shows and links to the latest podcast episodes. Join now and receive a free gift while supplies last. For more information and to join our family, please visit www.patreon.com slash America's Web Radio. If you have questions, contact us at gm at americaswebradio.com. And as always, thank you for listening. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome. 
Welcome back, folks. Hey, listen, I want a big thank you to all of you new listeners who found me while listening to me fill in for Eric Erickson on Wednesday and Thursday. And and a big welcome to the Orlando station out there that got to hear me first. (laughs) It just so happened that the the Erickson show was moved to 12 to 3, and he had to go on a business trip. And, well, they got to hear me first. So uh, kudos to all those new listeners who who are finding me on Facebook. All of you guys, thank you so much with your kind words. I cannot thank you enough. Uh, I have been inundated by listeners who found me, and and uh, you're finding me on Facebook. You're finding me on Instagram, and you guys have amazing kind words to say, and I can't thank you enough. And just thank you for listening and keep listening, and uh, I'm glad you found me. And you can always tune in here to America's Web Radio and, and uh, you know, not just my show. We've got some awesome shows here. And if you like cars as much as I do, we've got a car show. I mean, we've got it all here. And uh, and if you care about veterans, well, then America's Web Radio is your you, – you need to keep us. You need to download the America's Web Radio app and keep us at your side. You're going you're gonna to love us. So, And listen, if you want to support the On Point with Victor show, uh, I, again, can't thank you enough for doing that. Please find me on America's Web Radio. You can be a patron at, at americaswebradio.com. Just find the On Point with Victor show at americaswebradio.com. Um, also, uh, find my show on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and tune in just about any other podcast uh format you'll find the on point with victor show find it like me um follow me or all whatever it is you need to do but let's uh you know make sure you find me so we can uh keep keep reaching more and more listeners and spread the word too. spread the word as often as you can uh i am the mexican not afraid to be american and uh more people need to hear <laughs> hear what i have to say so all right so I, I do have a bit of good news. And this really is good news. And this isn't become some, because of, uh, some moron Democrat decreed it. This is because someone actually earned, earned this position. And I've just gotta say, the first woman, uh, fighter pilot has just been, uh, assigned to the Blue Angels team for 2023. And I, I should remember her name, but I don't. But my goodness, a big kudos to her. Um, and again, this wasn't some stupid program that said we need a woman flying with the Blue Angels. She earned it. She earned it. She's been flying and, and I, again, I, I should have written, written this down, but I don't remember how long and how, and her name. But she just got assigned to the Blue Angels team, the demo team, to do all the air shows in 2023. So a Big kudos to her. I mean, that, my friends, is Marka. That is Marka. And I hope they burn so much fuel. I hope they burn just, I mean, tons of, of, uh, jet fuel in 2023, flying over everything, celebrating the, not just celebrating some sporting events, but I want them to be celebrating all the Republican wins that, that are coming after November 22, 2022. You know, and David? One of the best things that, uh, we just happened a- across one year when we were in, uh, Florida and, uh, we took our, our boys and now I'm proud to say that one of my sons is, uh, a major in the Air Force. That's excellent. And, uh, we uh we were in Pensacola or close to Pensacola and where the Blue Angels train, train. Mm-hmm. and get uh, get ready for the season and if you're down there in it's early uh, spring and it is fantastic uh they go through all of their routines they practice and they practice and they practice some more but after they get through for that morning or whatever practicing, 
and, and you've been in the bleachers watching them, they'll come over and sign autographs. And uh, my son, that's a major in the Air Force now, still has his from uh, when we were there. All of the pilots signed and signed their names on their pictures and all this. And it it is just an amazing experience. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's fun to go and see them. Mm-hmm. We, we, shortly thereafter, they were here at uh, Dobbins for mm-hmm. their show. But... You know, you're there with a bunch of other folks that, uh, once you, when you're in Pensacola, you're there for one reason and (laughs) you're watching them and everybody has the same thing in their mind and it's just a, they're great. They're incredible. It's it's amazing and it puts fear into all of our enemies, unlike Joe Brandon Biden. Yeah. But our, we have the best fighter pilots in the, on the planet and, and the, and the Blue Angels put on a display every time they're in the air and uh i do have some awesome listeners out there it's amanda lee amanda lee is her name and and i said fighter jet pilot but let me cl- let me just be clear the the blue angels have had women on their on the as part of the unit but they weren't pilots they weren't part of the demonstration team and that's what i'm talking about she's the first woman which is why i said jet pilot <laughs> to to join the team so uh as far as the uh flying team so it's uh kudos to her that is awesome 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 uh it, it just can't if you've never seen a Blue Angel show, my goodness, get off your tails and go see it. As David was saying, you, 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 there's just not much better out there, and when, and you were in absolute awe when you when you see them on display. We had a uh, flyover the other day uh, at the in Johns Creek at the Healing Wall, oh, and uh, I'm Excellent. only maybe a mile and a half away. <laughs> And uh, I was sitting at my desk in my office at my home, and uh, they did the flyover, and I assume it was uh, the Georgia National Guard that was doing it. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't for sure, but they put their afterburners on in my back window. Oh, that's and, excellent. Uh, <laughs> that, that will get your attention really fast, because they had done their flyover, and then they were needing to gain altitude and get out, and... Mm-hmm. Uh, there came the afterburners. But this brings up another opportunity, and I, I, I'm not trying to steal your show, Victor, by any <laughs> means, right. but, but we discussed it just a few minutes ago, and mm-hmm. this is a good time to talk about it. There is a real need, folks, for, and I talked to my son that's the major in the Air Force uh, over the weekend. He's in Kuwait, as a matter of fact. And, um, the Air Force is having recruiting problems, which means we're having pilot problems. Yep. Uh, the Army is 40% of Heavy. where they should be, yep. and they're needing people. Yep. And I'm here to tell you, I, I served, and it's been many, many years, but if I, if they'd let me back in, I'd go back in in <laughs> a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. <laughs> but it is the greatest opportunity in the world for a young person today yeah, to join so. the military. And, and it's competitive. Yeah. It's a business now. Yeah. And. But the training you get is second oh. to none. No one can ever take that training away from you. And David, uh, trust me, I've, I've been asking and I am campaigning for an old fart brigade. So when the old <laughs> fart brigade comes around, you and I can, uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> we'll leave this up. I tell you, when, uh, when I was in, uh, I was company clerk and I can still type and uh, I'll be, and, and this is something that I've said 
over and over again. I've not interviewed one veteran that, if called, wouldn't go back in in a second. And uh, they'd go back in pushing off on their M16s or whatever. But, Mm. you know, they... uh, it's serious and but it's you know for some reason we have in this country a, a culture that oh army or navy right. or whatever the military is bad mm-hmm. no it is good it, it's good and, and <laughs> like you said and you get you put on your resume mm, well, that you serve 6 years mm-hmm. And it really doesn't right. matter what rank you come out, right. whether you're an officer or an enlisted personnel. Right. You're a step above anybody else yeah. applying for that yeah. job because yeah. you served, you know how to take orders, mm-hmm. and you know how to give them, and, and the, you know how to... And the discipline you have. Absolutely. The discipline. You may not have discipline going into the military, but I guarantee you, you will have it when you come out. <laughs> and if you don't, then you were probably kicked out. <laughs> so, and and you'll know how to roll your underwear. And but other than that, uh, other than that it's, uh, it is a great life. My son has, and his <laughs> wife have literally... Toured the world on your oh, tax dollar. On your Thank tax you dollar. Very much. <laughs> That's right. And, you know, and they've loved it. And, uh, you, you know, know, speaking of rolling underwear, if you want to learn how to pack a backpack really well, join the military. Join the military. <laughs> Absolutely. You take everything and, and then some. Yeah. But, you know, it is a great life and it's, you'll make friends that sh- from you, all you, over the world. You'll make a brotherhood. And it is a brotherhood, yeah. really. And, mm-hmm. uh, once you're in, you won't want to get out. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, I'm, I'm proud to say my son's going to make a career of it. And, uh, that's excellent. Uh, you know, he is a, a gentleman and very bright and, you know, That's, we're all looking for him as well as we're looking for your sons and daughters and granddaughters and grandsons to look at a military career. Yeah. It is so important and don't think that our enemies don't know if we're mm-hmm. short. And the last thing, yeah. and this is the last thing my son said to me, uh, Yesterday, when we were talking, uh, like I said, he's in Kuwait, and we were talking, and he said, and I said, you know, we, we've got to do something. And uh, he said, yeah, but the one thing we don't want to do is reactivate the draft right. conscription. We right. don't want that. That is right. We want to avoid I was, that. I was That's... in, when I was in the military, it was at the end of the draft, end of the lottery, and they were just starting up the volunteer army. And when I was in, most everyone was a volunteer. Mm. And uh, the difference between them and the people that uh, were drafted and or came in through the lottery mm-hmm. was miles apart. Oh, and Big time. We have right now, because it is volunteer, we have the most... Well, just like the lady that's uh, going to be in the Blue Angels, mm-hmm. we have the best of the best, cream de la cream, you know. Oh, and, without uh, a doubt, without a doubt, we've got to keep it that way, yeah, and it do. that is quite yeah, a deterrent. Oh, because it's the biggest we're, deterrent. We're seeing it, and <laughs> we're seeing it in the Ukraine. There's, yeah, you know, where you yeah. have the volunteer Ukrainians mm-hmm. that have gone to fight, and they're fighting to the bitter end. Yeah. And the Russians that are basically throwing up their arms because they've yeah. been constrict- because constricted they, and and some of the constri- Russians were lied to. The, oh the, yeah, the, uh, yeah, I know which word you're thinking of, and I can't say Const- 
<laughs> the conscripts. Yeah. The conscripts. Cons- right. <laughs> so, uh-huh. no, David, you're 100% right. And, you know, speaking of flyovers, um, this is a funny thing that a listener to Marietta pointed out. So, apparently, uh, at, uh, over in LA, I, it was, I guess it was the other night they had the home run derby. I guess we're coming up on the all-star game in baseball. And, uh, they had a B-52 flyover, uh, the home run derby, which is taking place in LA. Now, for those of you Democrats out there a little slow today, uh, LA as in Los Angeles, as in, in California, as in the most fruity, libtardy place you can get. Man, I should be nice. Uh, California, the place that is being run by some buffoons because they're, they buy into this green crap. Uh, they did a B-52 flyover, which is probably one of the dirtiest, most jet fuel burning planes <laughs> that you could get in and fly over. So how poetic is that? That to me is just very poetic. <laughs> I tell you what, that, I, I, when I was a general aviation pilot, I was coming out of PDK and headed south, mm-hmm. uh, which is towards Warner Robins, so to speak. Right. And, uh, my, I was with an instructor, as a matter of fact, and uh, we both looked up at the same time, and there was this humongous bird with a lot of smoke coming out the back, and it was a B-52 out of... Uh, no way. Out of Dobbins? Out of Dobbins. Wow. And, uh, uh, you know, we, uh, <laughs> I did the what you do, and I bailed to the right, and... He did a little little wings up to the left, but that was to my left, and that was about it. But I got the hell out of his way. I bet you did. Wouldn't yeah. you have loved to have had the video of that? Not you know, particularly. Now, now you can't get in a cockpit without videos. But yeah, we didn't we didn't want to see you having a little. Uh... <laughs> oh, that, that is a big plane. Huge, huge, and uh, so That's... I just think, how funny is that? That. California, the place that Gavin Newsom wants to lock them down again and put everybody in a mask, and they complain about green, and they're having B-52s fly over. Oh, it just doesn't get any better than that. All right, folks, let's take another break. When we will, when we get back, we will get into some more topics. We'll be right back. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hey, welcome back, folks. This is the On Point with Victor Show. I am Victor Armanderes. Uh, look, I had a listener in Tennessee 
And uh, let me clarify, because I, I may have said this by mistake. I don't think I did, but uh, the, the Blue Angels are part of the Navy. They are part of the Navy. And we were talking Air Force about because David's son is in the Air Force. Now, now the Air Force does have their team as well. They're called the Thunderbirds. So, um, so yeah, shout out to the listener in Tennessee, uh, just making sure that we here on America's Web Radio stay on our toes. You can always count on these listeners. I tell you what. Uh, man, you guys are awesome. I cannot thank you listeners enough. And that's that's the Tennessee listeners, the Georgia listeners, the Florida listeners. Uh, oh, have I got a story about Florida and Ron DeSantis. Oh, man. So uh, we'll get to that later. Um, but, uh, man, I, all of you listeners in Vegas, California, all over the place, you're, you're just awesome. I It is amazing to me the reach that uh, our little old show here has. Uh, it's it's just amazing. It really is. So uh, thanks to all of you. So, all right, I want to get to a bit of uh, – now, this this is a news story that you're probably not going to hear anywhere except on talk radio. Um, I, I, you're just not going to hear it. Uh, CNN doesn't want to tell you about it. MSNBC doesn't want to – now, if CNN says something, they'll probably put it on their website or they'll bury the story. But you're not going to see any of their anchors talk about this. You're not going to see MSNBC talk about it. You're not going to see NPR or, or ABC, NBC. Now, maybe the local news uh, had a story. I'm sure they did, uh, the local news stations in Indiana. But let me tell you about this story that you're probably – you may not have heard about. But there was a mass shooting attempt in Indiana the other day, uh, on Sunday. Uh, the shooter, uh, but, but the good news I have for you is the shooter was sent to his eternal dirt nap before he could have killed, who knows, tens, hundreds of people? I mean, this was a mall. This was a food court. It was closing time. People are all headed towards the exits and a lot of people head right through the food court. And this guy walks in there. And uh, he's got a rifle and he's got extra mags. He had the intent to kill as many innocent people as he could. Now, let me ask you. Let me ask you. Was it the quick reaction of the police who stopped this shooter? Was it the Democrat socialist counselors on site who stopped this? Was it the progressive transgender alphabet soup, alphabet soup activist who stopped this shooter? Was it the Marxist-loving AOC activist who stopped this shooter? No. It wasn't any of those people. The police couldn't respond that quickly. He could have killed a hundred or more people in the time it would have taken the police to get to, to get to the call. When they received the call, there was an active shooter. Let me tell you who stopped this shooter and put him, sent him right to his dirt nap. It was a God-fearing, freedom-loving, liberty-loving, United States Constitution-loving gun owner. An innocent bystander gun owner pulled out his weapon, his concealed weapon, and put an end to this mass shooter's attempt to kill lots of people. Now, this mass shooter was able to kill three people and injure a couple. But that it stopped right there because of this concealed weapons, Second Amendment loving United States citizen pulled out his gun and ended the life of a mass shooter. This guy is is a hero. He's 22 years old. 22 years old, this brave citizen, this great Samaritan, not good Samaritan, this is a great Samaritan, and he ended this mass shooting before it could really get started. Now, let me tell you, here's the other thing you're probably not going to hear. Guess what the policy, now I'm going to call this company out, and I normally don't do this very often on the radio, but I'm going to do it here, because I have experienced this in myself in Atlanta, Georgia. 
Uh, we have a mall here in Atlanta, Georgia called Lenox Square Mall. It's owned by, oddly enough, the same or managed by the same group that manages this mall in Indiana. The mall in Indiana was the Greenwood Park Mall. And it's deemed a gun-free zone by Simon Properties or Simon something properties. And they have a policy that no person, whether they be a gun-carrying, Second Amendment-loving United States citizen, you can't carry a gun in their mall. But you know who can carry a gun in their mall? A criminal. Which is what happened in Indiana at the Greenwood Park Mall last Sunday. So while they post signs up and they virtue signal everywhere saying that you, the citizen, you have a constitutional right. But we here at Simon Malls aren't going to allow you to exercise your Second Amendment. Well, thank God this 22-year-old gentleman didn't pay attention to that stupid mall policy. And he kept his gun concealed and no one knew he had it. But when the time came when people were being killed by a mass shooting criminal psycho that he could have killed many, many more in the time that it would have taken the police to get there to stop him. And who knows, maybe the police would have done what they did in Uvalde and stand outside while he mows people down. Who knows, because that's what they did in Uvalde. But maybe in Indiana they wouldn't have done that. But it's still, he could have taken out a 100 people. He had the magazines to do it. He had the rifle to do it. In the time it would have taken the police to get there. But we didn't have to wait for police because this 22-year-old, God-fearing, constitution-loving, good Samaritan, great Samaritan, pulled out his concealed weapon and ended this psychopath's life on a dime. And it saved countless and countless of lives. There was people hiding in the hallway. There were people hiding in, in the behind the counters of the restaurants. There were people hiding in stores. There were people hiding all over the place. But this guy pulled out his concealed weapons permit and ended this mass shooter. And he should be commended for it. He should be given awards for it. He should be on all the news programs. His face should be plastered everywhere. Not the shooter's face. The shooter's face shouldn't be on one news station. They shouldn't even be telling his name. And I'm not going to give you the name of this shooter. He doesn't deserve it. But the the, the 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 good Samaritan, which I don't have his name. I didn't see it in the story. His name ought to be plastered everywhere. If he wants it plastered everywhere. And if he wants his picture, his picture should be plastered everywhere. He should be on the, on the news circuit. They should be interviewing him and thanking him and congratulating him for saving all the lives that he saved in this mall. And now the, the folks at Simon Management or whatever, they're the owners of the management teams for, for this mall. In Greenwood Park Mall, they should immediately change their policy. They should immediately welcome Second Amendment loving concealed weapons permit holding uh, citizens. They should immediately change their policy. Clearly, they had to learn the hard way that this gun-free zone virtue signaling crap doesn't work. You're going to get people killed. And I've asked this before, and I would love for a for a constitutional lawyer, and maybe Mark DeShark can chime in on this. Uh, maybe he can chime in on Friday on his show, or if he wants to call in, he's more than welcome to call in. But Mark DeShark is, is an attorney. And, and I want to know if there's a constitutional law attorney out there that would be willing to bring a case against Simon Malls. Because if you're telling me that I can't carry my God-given, I can't practice my God-given right of the Second Amendment to protect myself, and a mass shooter comes in the mall, and you have a rule that I can't carry my gun, so I abide by the rule because I'm a law-abiding citizen. But the criminal doesn't abide by your stupid rule, and they come in and they start mowing down people. And let's say I get shot, but I survive. Can I sue Simon Malls? 
for not allowing me to protect myself and other people around me, whether they be my friends or family or strangers, that I could have protected by having a gun. Just like this 22-year-old man did uh, Sunday night in, in at the Greenwood Mall Park, Greenwood Park Mall in Indiana. Just because he went into this mall, thank goodness, with his concealed weapon, he was able to pull it out and stop a mass shooter. He saved hundreds and hundreds of lives. Now, the Greenwood police, now, I don't know what the Simon Mall people are calling this guy, but the police absolutely loved this armed citizen. The police chief called him a he- the hero of the day. And the Greenwood mayor, Mark Myers, Mayor Myers of, India, of uh, that city, also praised the 22-year-old for his quick action and heroism in the situation. He said the city is grateful for his response. And that's the way it should be. And that's why this guy deserves so many kudos. But you people out there that are part of Simon Malls, you should be ashamed of yourself. And let me tell you what happened to me. I walked into Lenox Square Mall, and I had my gun because I carry I carry everywhere. And I'm not afraid to say it. I'm a Second Amendment loving American, and it is my Second Amendment right to be able to protect myself. Well, I go in this mall, and I immediately start seeing metal detectors everywhere. I see signs about their gun-free zone. So I just happen to see a uh, a, a uh, city of Atlanta police officer standing by one of the metal detectors. And I went up to him, and I said, what is going on here? And he turned to me, and he looked, and he said, what do you mean? I said, why am I seeing metal detectors? Everywhere? Well, we've had shooting problems. Oh, really? So you're telling me that in this mall where there are thousands of people at any given time running around, because this is probably the largest mall in the state of Georgia, or maybe not the largest, but one of the biggest malls, a very popular mall. I think the Mall of Georgia might be bigger. Uh, But anyway, this is a mall, Linux Square. It's in Buckhead. And uh, this police officer looked at me and said, well, because we've been having shootings. And I said, you're telling me that this mall is having shooting problems. So you put up metal detectors and you put up signs telling me that I can't come in here with my gun. I'm not the criminal. And he looked at me and goes, Yeah, no, I, I I know you're not. I know you're not, sir. But we have to stop the, the, the gun the guns violence that's going on in this mall. And I looked at him and said, Do you think that one criminal is going to not bring his gun in here? If he has the intent to hurt people, you think this sign, this gun free zone sign and this policy of no one shall have a gun in this mall, you think that's gonna stop the criminal? He goes, no, no, that not, no, probably not. That's why we have gun metal detectors, and that's why I'm here. I went, oh, really? I said, but uh, me, as a Second Amendment-loving, gun-carrying citizen, you don't want me to carry my weapon in here. And he goes, no, no, you you don't. And if you have yours, I'm supposed to, to escort you out. And I went, so you're going to escort out somebody who could stop a shooting. You're going to escort me out. And he said, I'm supposed to. And he goes, but I'm not going to do it. And he goes, but, but I, I got to tell you, 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 you can't really don't, don't, don't come in with your weapon anymore. And I said, well, I won't be visiting this mall anymore. Thank you for what you do. Thank you for your service. I will leave on my own accord because I will not shop at a mall that's going to restrict my second amendment rights. And I left and I left and now I visit other places and I probably shouldn't go any further than that. Uh, of course I don't carry a weapon because my gun was lost in a boating accident. But anyway, what a shame, what a shame, what a shame these these mall owners and these mall management companies who are willing to go against the United States Constitution to be woke. They're willing to go against the United States Constitution and cave in and give a pathway to a criminal 
instead of standing with the Constitution and standing with law-abiding citizens like myself who have the training, who have the, the, the concealed weapons permit, of which in Georgia we don't need anymore. But I've gone through the background checks. I've gone through all that mess so I can protect myself, my family, and my friends. And you've got people in this country that manage malls and own malls that want to cave to the woke crowd. They want to cave to the virtue signaling crowd rather than stand with a law-abiding citizen. What a shame. What a shame. David, you look like you have a comment. Well, no, I have a question for you. Sure. And this goes back, it might be longer than you go back. But do you, <laughs> do you know or do you remember where the first mall shooting was? Oh my goodness, I do not. Perimeter Mall. Per- really? Yep. Wow, I do not remember that. And, uh, hmm. it happened in the food court as a matter of fact. Wow. The guy brought a pistol in and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I've forgotten, uh, I can't remember all the, well, I can't remember the details, period, other than, uh, it happened well before all of, wow. all of the before stuff has happened right, now. Right. Uh, this was and like, before all the social media craze and all the right. wokeness and, but this wow. was, uh, many, many, many years I, ago. I frequent that. Well, I don't frequent any mall because I really don't like them, but on the occasion, I will go to that mall. Because they've got some really good, what we call mall, my friends and I call it mall Japanese. They got a really good Japanese place in the food court and we will go there. Yeah. 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 We will go there. So, uh, wow. I didn't know that was the first mall to have the shooting. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I, I, I mean, uh, folks, you've got to, you've, you've got to really key into this kind of stuff. You, we, we can change the way things happen. We j- but you've got to vote. You've got to vote. All right, folks, take our, uh, take our next break. We will be right back. Speaking of voting, um, this next ad, and not only does she hate Georgia, but she also wants the, to defund the police. She sure so does. think about this when you go to vote. Stacey Abrams wants to be our next governor, but listen to what she had to say about Georgia. I am tired of hearing about being the best state in the country to do business when we are the worst state in the country to live. We are the worst state in the country to live. We are the worst state in the country to live. Abrams will destroy Georgia with her socialist policies. Vote for Brian Kemp. Okay, we're back, and I want to uh, comment on Stacey Abrams. And anybody that makes the remarks that she does shouldn't be running for governor. If she hates the state so bad, move to Alabama, or why don't you move to Venezuela, or why don't you just move, get out, period. And take all your socialistic dreams with you and your outhouse. Uh, you know, she, she doesn't even deserve to be on the ballot. You're thinking, sir? Yes. So, David, you are 100% right. And I, and, and I, we can't specify enough and say enough that Abrams has to be beat because look what David, she's, she's running an ad in Georgia and, and shame on whoever she convinced the, the former law officer to, to be the voice of this ad. But they're running around telling that just because Kent passed constitutional carry and signed the bill that people are running around getting guns with no background checks. That is 100% false. There, there is no truth. There is no one in Georgia that's going into a gun store or a gun show and buying a gun without a background check. Stacey Abrams is lying and she knows she's lying. And not only that, Stacey Abrams is out there now trying to tell you that she didn't want to defund the police. She's on video after video after video 
of saying, yes, I want to defund the police. Yes, we want to reallocate funds. Reallocate funds is a liberal, progressive way of saying we're defunding your police. There is no way we can allow Stacey Abrams to to be victorious in Georgia. And I'm happy to say, David, I saw some polling out the other day, and this is this, a lot of these are internal polls that don't even make it to the public. And the Democrats don't want you to know this anyway. But uh, Brian Kemp was up at about 52, 53% to Stacey Abrams, 45%. That's huge. That may sound like only seven points or so, but it's huge. Uh, you know, if you remember in 2018, Brian Kemp won by about 50,000 votes. Uh, I would say he's on par to win 2022 by hundreds of thousands of votes. And, you know, the and thing, we can make it happen. The thing that people have to look at, the only way Democrats win is by lying. Yeah. And absolutely. Abrams has proven over and over again that anything that comes out of her mouth is a lie. Right, right. And she can't get her damn foot out of her mouth either, so mm-hmm. she has a bad case of athlete's mouth. And uh, <laughs> Hey, that's good. I'm going to use that, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, she keeps her foot in there, and it's probably as dirty as she is. So we, got, we can't <laughs> let her into George's no. house. And not, not, a, not a chance. Not the we, government. Uh, and there are many others. Uh, Warlock. <laughs> My oh, God, is he running man. lying ads? So uh, yeah, I yes. have had to deal with his organization a couple of times, and they're worthless. Yeah, I'm telling you, they are worthless to the core, yeah, and very much so. I'm ashamed to even say that he represents Georgia. Period. He doesn't and represent Georgia. He represents Warnock. I that's mean, true. He, he's, that's true. He's, He's representing himself, David, and, and uh, I think people are, are waking up to it. He's a he's a liar. Yeah, he doesn't do anything that he says, mm-hmm. and uh, I personally believe Herschel Walker will do us a very good job. If you nothing know, else, from <laughs> the standpoint that he's got so many people around. that are going to hold him hold yeah. him to it, very much so, very much so, and I I think Herschel Walker. It can ride the the tails of of Brian Kemp because if you look at the internals, Herschel Walker's got about a one or two points lead on on Warnock, which which probably is is double that uh, because if you're the incumbent and you're losing to a to a, a new guy, a candidate um, like Herschel Walker, who who they're let's be honest, they've been trying to hide him. Herschel Walker's not out there giving a lot of speeches, and they're doing that for a reason, but yet still. He's coming up a little bit ahead of Warnock. So that goes to tell you where Georgians are. Now, and I, and I, I will predict this. There are a lot of black voters that are going to vote GOP in Georgia. And there are a ton of Hispanic voters that are moving to the GOP in November. And they're going to, and here in Georgia, you're going to have, I think, a record Hispanic vote for Kemp. And I think those Hispanic voters are going to pull Herschel Walker over the finish line. And I and I also think that you're going to have enough of the black vote. Look, you've got blacks here, uh, African Americans here in Georgia that they didn't want to wear a mask. They didn't want to be locked down. And and what Kemp did, they recognize. It was Kemp that opened the state of Georgia, not Fauci. It was Kemp that said, "We have to get back to living." Because we can't afford to pay people not to live and not to work. We can't keep people in their house. We can't keep children out of school. We can't keep kids in masks. It was Brian Kemp that did that. 
Now, you can say what you want about the 2020 election. You can say Kemp didn't do this and Kemp didn't do that. And and there may be some truth to some of that. But Brian Kemp did a hell of a job during COVID, and he has really been there for Georgia. And I am one who did not support Brian Kemp in the beginning, and uh, I wanted someone else. And I, I got to say, Brian Kemp has, has proved me wrong in a lot of ways. Now, could he do better? Of course he could. Would I like him to be more like Ron DeSantis? I would love for him to be more like Ron DeSantis. But right now, we've got a choice. It's going to be Brian Kemp and freedom, or it's going to be Stacey Abrams and lockdowns. It's going to be Brian Kemp and live by the Constitution, or it's going to be Stacey Abrams and have a mask diaper on your face. And don't take this lightly. If you give Stacey Abrams power... She's going to take away your freedom to carry. And and let me tell you something. If she is able to repeal constitutional carry in Georgia, which she will fight for, she's already said it, she will also put up big roadblocks to you getting get, for us to be able to get our concealed weapons permits again. She'll put up a big roadblock for that. And and make no mistakes. I know there are a lot, because I see you guys at the gun show. I see a lot of black gun owners in Georgia. Stacey Abrams will try and take your guns away. She will put you in a mask every chance she gets. She will lock this state down every chance she gets. She will take, keep your kids out of school every chance she gets. She'll keep your kid in a mask while she parades with no mask. We've already seen that on video. Stacey Abrams is the wrong answer for Georgia. We Georgians, we like our freedom. We like Georgia being a free red state. And 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 I think the voters are going to overwhelmingly reject Stacey Abrams. And if you're out there and you're on the fence, if you're one of these people out there who just who think the election of 2022 is going to be stolen or you just don't like Kemp, I don't care if you like Kemp or not. You hold your nose and you vote for him because you don't have an alternative. You not voting will make us lose. Go out and vote. You gotta vote for Kemp. You we know, have to beat Stacy. Something else that uh, we're not addressing that has to be addressed, and I am not privileged to this, so I'm. Hopefully, it's an educated guess, mm. but we have another problem that's coming to Georgia, and it's coming very strong and very fast. Right, and that is. The border situation. Well, hands down. uh, We have crime coming. We have illnesses coming. Mm -hmm. And we have to have a governor that's willing to take a stand like Kemp and do something about it. And we, these people are coming in by the hordes now. And they're being, it's not just the government that's transporting Mm -hmm. them all over. They're getting their families to pick them up. They're getting yeah. any and everybody in any way they want to to get to Georgia and other oh. states. Oh, absolutely. But Georgia has to realize that we've got this problem coming. Yeah. And it's well, going to be showing up in our parking lots. It's yeah. going to be showing up in 
uh, home robberies. We need, we need Kemp to start doing what uh, Governor Abbott in Texas is doing. Put them on a bus and send them to D.C. Yep. You, you know the, the, the Democrats in D.C. are losing their minds every time a bus shows up from Texas and drops off illegal aliens because the Democrats, you understand, folks, they're the elitist. They're, the, they're in the bubble. They don't want to deal with illegal immigrants. They want you to deal with illegal immigrants. And what, what Ron DeSantis is doing in Florida, what uh, Abbott is doing in Texas – is amazing and awesome, and uh, I hope Brian Kemp starts to do the same. Uh, I mean, it, 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 and and I will say this, and this will make you feel better, David. I will say this: all of this that the that the Democrats are standing by with the open borders and they're allowing open borders, it's all starting to backfire on the Democrat Party, and you're going to see it in November 2022, because what's happening is the Hispanics that are already here, and and the Hispanics who can vote. The Hispanics who, who either have a green card or they, they have legality, they've got citizenship, and they're able to vote. They are moving rapidly and in huge numbers to the GOP. So the very policy that the Democrats and Biden that they have at the border are making wait, the wait, current... Wait, wait. Biden has a policy? Well, his non-policy, let's put it that way, you're right. His, his act of doing nothing, which is his policy pretty much... Um, it's driving Hispanics that can already vote. So I, cause a lot of listeners, a lot of people will come up to me and say, Victor, Victor, you know the open border. They're just trying to get more Hispanics to have another voting block. Well, that's probably true to, to an extent. And, but you gotta understand these voters that are coming over, they're not going to be able to vote, uh, at least not legally. And many, many, many states have, are really strengthened their voting laws so the illegals can't vote. So what the Democrats are doing and why this is backfiring is the Democrats are causing and pushing the, the, the Hispanics that can vote this year are moving to the Republican Party. And we're going to see it in November 22. You're going to see probably a record number of Hispanics voting for the GOP. And it's because these Hispanics don't believe in open borders. They don't believe in this woke business. They don't want their kids being taught transgender sexism and all, whatever else. All these woke issues and these culture issues and this critical race theory that's being taught. The Hispanic voter doesn't want it. They don't want this to be part of their family. And I, so, so that'll be the good news that I'll leave you with today is that the Hispanics are moving to the GOP. They're moving their vote. They're going to vote Republican. And it's, and a lot of it is at the fault of the Democrat party. Now let me leave you with this. The, the awesome great Samaritan in Indiana, his name was Elijah Dickin. Elijah Dickin. He is the good guy that should be celebrated for ending the mass shooting that happened in Indiana on Sunday night. All right, guys, stay tuned. Locked and loaded. Roger B is up next. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.